Welcome back to Rhymes with Decora. I'm your host, Benji Nichols. This is a podcast project of Inspired Media. Telling stories about uh, communities you love by people you trust. Find it all online at iloveinspired.com. Excited to be back with a series of shows and uh, kicking this one off, I'm pretty excited about. I have a couple guests here today uh, and we're going to talk about a topic that is uh, near and dear to my heart over the years and something I had experience with as I was growing up here in town, but the new Minowa players of Decora, our community theater. And with me today, Sarah Brandt, welcome. Hello, how thanks, Ben. How are you Benji. doing? And my, Molly Hockelsby, how are you doing? Great, thank you. It's so fun to have you both here. Thank you for uh, making time in your days to be here and talk a little bit. Uh, there are some really fun things going on with new minimal players. Of course, there are always fun things going on with new minimal players. But uh, of special note, uh, New Minnow is about to have their 200th production. Is that correct? That is. That's amazing. production, isn't it, though? It we is, reached that point. It's happening. Right? That is, it is incredible to me. Uh, an organization that has been around for many decades uh, at this point, uh, starting around 1975. Is that correct? That is. That is awesome. I love it. And I should mention, so you are both here just rep, you know, representing the organization. Molly, you're on the board. Sarah, you've been involved in multiple years on different you know, aspects. And of course, being a community theater, uh, it's all about the community, right? Uh, anybody want to jump in on New Minnow and just give us a little background, what that's looked well, like? Well, in 1975, Betty Greedy and a bunch of her friends decided to get together and talk about, you know, what can they do to actually make theater. They wanted to get involved in other community theaters, and sometimes that worked out and sometimes it didn't. They were thinking, well, other communities can do this. Why can't we do this as well? So they literally met in Betty Greedy's home and came up with a plan. I love that. And so Betty Greedy being kind of one of the founding uh, founding folks of the organization. There were a couple other people that are always kind of mentioned. I want to make sure we get in there right away. Uh, Donnelly Burns is somebody I've known, I think, most of my life at this point. <laughs> it was always always present as I think back in uh, our high school productions and other things like Donnelly was just always there, always had the right thing at the right time, the right costuming piece, the right piece of advice, whatever it was, right? Uh, and I don't get to see her as much as I love to anymore, but I will I will hopefully hear in the near future. Uh, well, you will in the 200th show. Right? This is what I hear. We have to, we have to <laughs> dissect this more. Uh, the other person, Helen Schmidt, being one of the other main founders, right? Uh, uh, right alongside Betty Greedy, and of course, just uh, you know, now decades worth of community driven shows and so many people that have been involved uh, over the years. We'll talk about a, a few more of those. Let's talk about the show for a minute before we uh, before we dip into a couple other things, because I want people to know about the show and I want them to uh, to kind of realize, you know, how big a deal this is. So uh, many, many shows over the years. But the 200th is coming up. Ye old cabaret, new minimal players throughout the years. And that is coming up pretty quick here. November of 2023, uh, November 2nd through the 5th. And that's at the new Minowa Players Building, which we'll also talk about here in a second, uh, but right here in Decora. Does somebody want to give me a rundown on what Ye Old Cabaret looks like? What is this show that is going to be the 200th production? Sure. We literally step people through the history of NMP while also giving them some delight in the different songs taken from some of the musicals that we've done over the years. I and it really it. is a collection of people's stories and Love of NMP, what yeah. NMP has done for them over the years and what people of this community have done for NMP. 
That is so fun. So, I mean, really is a cabaret-style show. People will be there. You'll be in the theater, but it's going to be a lot of moving pieces. It's not a, it's not a play. It's not a straight play. It's not. It's a, it's, it's a very, you know, dynamic piece of work that's made up with all sorts of different players. All sorts of different <laughs> players. Some of those players aren't even here right now. Yeah. Awesome. Which has been fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's Absolutely. such a good chance just to bring those people back um, that might have moved on from Decora, sure. um, moved to other places, bring them back, tell their stories, share songs from productions past, which is really, really exciting to get to relive some of those moments that we've done over the past 200 shows worth oh, of music and acting and celebrating and get to kind of recreate some of those moments in new ways with new folks. Right. But get to kind of see those folks come back to that are going to be involved as well. So well, what a fun collection. How many people do you think roughly total are, will be involved in that show? Just out of, off the top of your mind. Is there a, do you know a number? Well, sorry to stop. Individuals, <laughs> about 25 people are involved, sure, but sure. we're bringing back stories from people all over the right. place. So that adds to the total. It's always something that's interesting to me, right? Cause it really takes a, uh, uh, it takes a village put on a production of any kind, right? There's always opportunities for people of of any kind, uh, but it's always fun to see what a show looks like and how it comes together at any point. Let's back up just a hair. On this show, I always like to give background on my guests and who I'm talking to and what we're talking about. Uh, So Molly, you and I have known each other for many, many years, uh, both growing up here in Decor over the years and and various things and uh, living through, you're a couple years older than me, I think, but uh, living through high school productions and whatnot and my brother's uh, crew and age of watching people and different things. Things. But uh, not only you did you grow up in Decora, but you are a teacher in Decora. I am. You've come full circle. I teach <laughs> so at the high cool school, things. and I'm a speech coach now at yes. the high school as well. So. English teacher, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, speech and uh, theater coach, uh, so many other things along the way. Uh, but it has to be a really fascinating and really rewarding experience, right, to bring it full circle. It is. Think about that. Actually, bringing it full circle, it, it's kind of funny that you say that because I was shy in many ways when I was in high school and no way would I have thought I would be on the stage doing as much as I ended up doing even in high school but through NMP now I love that that just shows you that just a little bit you know just getting involved just a tiny little bit can just open people up to the world of theater and and the community that is involved in community theater Absolutely. Well, and then to help other, you know, people and young, young people, especially, you know, to see that opportunity, uh, you know, it's something I think often, you know, young people are, are, I'm not pressured, but you know, you get interested in something, whether it's sports or it's theater, it's whatever it is. And you can, you kind of get pushed towards like, yeah, you gotta do the thing, do the thing. But like, it's interesting to give people that, that sort of, uh, runway, right. To be also be like, you know, this is a life this can be a life skill. This can be a life. It doesn't have to be a job. It doesn't have to, it can be, but it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to, but it can be something you can do with the rest of your life. You can participate in different ways, right? That's what I love about NMP is people from all ages are involved. That's awesome. And that family feeling that you get when all those people come together is unlike anything else that I do. Yeah. And it's a unique community, right? I mean, it's really, you really are building a community of people that are working together that may not, you know, otherwise work together on a, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis or anything else, right? Exactly. That's really fun. I love it. Sarah, uh, we've known each other for a few years. I was thinking about that before the show, and I was trying to remember where we met along the way, but you were a Luther student at one point, right? Yes, yes, that, I was. Yep. That might have been, I think, along the way where we met or through the magazine or Aaron. I don't remember I exactly, so. but. Classic decorum meetup where, you know, yeah. I know you. Where do I know you from? <laughs> I just know you. 
But you went to Luther, Luther mm-hmm. grad, majored in theater, right? Correct. Yep. And I was a decor native before that, too. Yes. So yes. born and raised in decor in the school system. Had love Molly that. as one of my teachers. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I did not know that makes sense, Speech right? Coach, That's yeah. amazing. Of course. And then you worked at Luther for a while. I did, uh, yep. And you've been in and out of the cities, right, as well. Correct. Uh, all sorts of experiences, but again, brought it brought it full circle back to Decora. Sure and are, are here participating. You do a lot of work also in like events and meetings and types and things, right? It's I part of your do. world. Yeah, yep. So with That's NMP, cool. I started um, participating with them in high school. So about yeah. 2009 um, for show was Anne of Green Gables that caught my eye and made me really want to just be on stage. And like Molly just said, it's one of those things that just kind of starts creating a family. It starts forming a life of its own almost. Um, So becoming involved really just kind of snowballs into like, I want to do more and more and more. So that definitely started and kicked off my involvement, Um, created that. that kind of second family and wanted to just keep doing more. So kept doing it through college, through Luther. Nice. Um, kept bringing those skills that I was learning while studying theater at Luther back to NMP. And then, you know, even after moving up to the cities for a little while, coming back post pandemic, um, coming back here to Decora, becoming immediately involved again um, with NMP because it's just, it's a lifestyle. It's a family. And it's so much fun to be able to see what we can create and build, um, you know, throughout each and every given season. And, Yeah, I just need to be involved. It is super cool. And you're talking about creating and building that community. If we rewind a second on the organization itself. So 1975, we mentioned, is when uh, Betty and Donnelly and Helen kind of got things, got the ball rolling with productions. Uh, It's worth mentioning at that time, if if people aren't familiar with the organization, that there was no no home base besides probably somebody's living room kitchen... somewhere else right uh and so the organization you know put on shows in lots of different environments or places i think i remember as a young kid remembering some of those maybe even uh you know elks club knob hill i was thinking about this early and i was maybe even the cobblestone was a restaurant Mm -hmm. over on court street you know some different things like just wherever they could find to put on a show that would you know was willing to let them do it you know you kind of use those communal spaces that we have some of that has continued over the years. I know the organization has taken about, you know, Impact Coffee or certainly the summer musicals happen at the high school on the stage. You know, there's some facilities. But along the way, I had to look up the year. 1981 is when NMP found their own building uh, on South Mill Street. Do either of you know any like of the history about that or kind of with the organization or not so much? Well, I know that it was like a utility, a well mm-hmm building at before we bought it i know that at first it was a place to meet Mm -hmm. and a place to store things right (laughs) i know that it did not actually become the theater we know it is today yes it took some building blocks yes it took many building blocks creative use it took a lot of community support (laughs) yep creative vision and community support for sure which is what it's all about the cool part being so you know around 1981 or whenever that building was first acquired uh, a lot has happened but now it really is the home base for new minimal players so it has a theater it has a stage it has a performance space it also has rooms for other things and storage and meeting spaces right Uh, but it's really cool and that has to be a really important piece of the puzzle um, again in creating that community of having that home base having something you know some some central spot where things can happen 
Uh, and again, it's kind of fun. I know there are nods to, to, to Betty and Donnelly and Helen in the physical space too. You know, some of the spaces and some of those things are really fun. Uh, Donnelly's costume shop, especially I remember over the years going down there and getting to sort through treasures here and there. Yeah, we've got, we've got Donnelly's costume shop. We've got Helen's room right when you walk into NMP, the front doors that's dedicated to Helen. Um, and then Greedy Green Room was the oh. green room that was built mid-2000s that we dedicated to Betty um, down there. So that's the the cast can go down and get makeup, get ready. Yeah. Um, yep, utilize that space for prepping for shows. So it's really that. nice to have those dedicated spaces. And then just recently had um, Rick and Cheryl Sheffert um, dedicated the stage and our yes. auditorium space, staging space to them. Um, because of all the work that they have put in over the years. That is awesome. And I know there were a couple of the people I wanted to make sure we did talk about as we kind of look through the history here. And, and certainly Rick and Cheryl Sheffer are at the top of that list of people who've just put in years and years of effort on these shows uh, and productions, um, you know, and done done different terms on boards and different things. And, you know, it's incredible, but it really takes folks like that who are willing to, uh, to jump in and just keep showing up, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I can say that they have a hand in every single production going on these days. Whether it's just, hey, if you need any help, we're here to you know help you um, help new directors get started and yeah. know what you know what needs to happen, when it needs to happen, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just painting over the weekend. Yeah. Or I need a little help with the lighting system. Can you <laughs> can you help me out just a little bit? They are there all the time helping us so much <laughs> and I Cannot say enough about the two of them. I love that. I love that. It's uh, it's amazing. I know someone else you we mentioned as we were thinking about this show uh, is Matt Spencer, and certainly someone who's kind of uh, helped build a lot of the physical pieces along the way, uh, not only on stage but the stage, uh, <laughs> as well as above the stage. You know, all, all the various all around the stage, all around the stage. <laughs> Matt is everywhere. I love it. Uh, and, and, but that's kind of an amazing thing too. And when you have somebody who is uh, you know, not only capable of acting but also of uh, uh, stitching all the pieces together, right? In all the right ways. Uh, those are really fun. Of course, it is, uh, Numino is a nonprofit, right? So uh, you guys do also have a board, kind of a board of directors, right? Um, some other folks besides uh, Molly yourself, of course. Um, uh, Gabe Tweet, another teacher, right? Who's involved right now. Uh, Allison Blake, is that right? Yep. Uh, Met Hammer, who's a friend of ours and a uh, uh, favorite puppy mom of ours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love Meta. Uh, Elise Bennett, Carol Kenny, Bonnie, or, uh, Carol Kelly, Bonnie Johnson, um, Camille Dahlquist, is that right? And Elise yeah. Bennett, yeah. So a lot of folks, and again, like over the years, certainly uh, people do terms, they take time, you know, take a couple years, you do a term on a board, you small town living, you get involved in all sorts of things, but it's important you have all those pieces in place to keep all the nuts and bolts moving right along too, and then in an organization and structure and some of those things. I think one of the coolest things I've seen while we've been preparing for this 200th show celebration um looking back through all of our documents throughout the years pictures from the original building um you know pictures from shows past um pictures of our board in action pictures and you know board minutes and meetings and um just all the records from our organization since its founding and it's so cool to be able to see all of those people um you know we'll see a lot of it in this cabaret production um and learn a lot of the history but all the people that are currently involved you just kind of see them popping up throughout history throughout the time that they've been involved in and a lot of the stories that we'll hear will involve people who may not be involved currently but they were for so long and in such different capacities it's just so cool to see people popping up 
in all these things, whether it's on stage, suddenly they're off stage doing fundraising or doing Absolutely. directing a show. And it's like, it's just so cool. What to even see all the, that come together. the fact that someone over the years, right, took the time to cut all those newspaper clippings right. out or save the, uh, the list of the, yep. the program from the show, right? The archives, mm-hmm. like it takes someone to do that work right. in an organization. And it's like it. 48 years is a lot of time. Wow. You know, yeah. 48 years and 200 shows worth. And yeah. to collect all that information is just so cool to be able to have um, access to and to look back on love that say, look at all the progress we've made look at all the things we've managed to do in that time all so the cool. scrapbooks we have it's mm-hmm. just so much fun to look through that's <laughs> so awesome i love it uh special guest today sarah brandt molly hocklesvik from new minowa players we are here talking on rhymes with decor we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back to talk a little bit more about new minowa players and the upcoming 200th show ye old cabaret uh at new minowa players we'll be right back rhymes with decora Hi, this is Erin Henning-Nichols, founder and editor-in-chief of Inspired Magazine. Rhymes with Decor is brought to you by Inspired Media, bringing you positive news since 2007. Find us on stands across the Driftless, or check out our new website, or become a member at iloveinspired.com. Creating stories about communities you love by people you trust. Thanks for being inspired. And this, uh, the voice of Erin Henning-Nichols, my partner in business and life the creator of uh, Inspired Magazine. Find us online at iloveinspired.com. Print issues out four times a year on stands across the region. You can find us online. You can get a gift membership for someone if you'd like to. Check it all out at iloveinspired.com. Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Rhymes with Decora. And my special guest today, Sarah Brandt and Molly Hockelsvik from New Minoa Players. Thanks again for being here, y'all. It's fun to talk about this. Yes. I love it. I, it's fun for me, especially. I of course, graduated from Decora uh, shortly before I came into the high school was when the quote-unquote new auditorium was built. You remember, mm. Molly? You might remember some months <laughs> you along the way. What I remember is that I graduated and they oh, were yes. building it, there and you then go. the next year they used it. <laughs> there you go. When I came in, it was fairly new. There had been one or two people who had put some time in kind of learning what was there and going on besides you know teachers or whoever else had a hand in kind of trying to manage the facility. Uh, but a lot of that was getting handed over very quickly and as a young person, I kind of latched onto, especially the back, uh, uh, the backstage end of things, learning about lighting and sound and staging and fly systems. And like, it was all really neat, uh, uh, to get hands-on experience with. And pretty quickly, the folks that had that experience graduated and were gone outside of a teacher or two. Right. And so you kind of get that chance to jump in. So I remember getting a lot of really great experience and that is very much part of what influenced me to kind of follow my path for many years. So it was a really neat, um, neat connection for me. But of course that involved involved in Atlanta players. It involves things, you know, productions at the high school and involved all sorts of, you know, whatever else was going on and somebody needed to figure it out. It's like you said, somebody, somebody had to show up and figure it out, <laughs> which is fun, but it's amazing to see those, uh, uh organizations over the years. So, you know, uh, new, new players, uh, in its kind of most current form, um, kind of does you know, annual seasons of shows, right? Maybe six shows a year. Is that kind of the correct number? Yep. Sound about right. Yeah. Uh, and is there sort of a, a set sort of type of shows you do at different times or does that vary? What does that look like? So yeah. in the fall, we have the Young People Production or the YPP, we call it. That's the first show that we have. It usually happens in August. And then we have the Children's Production after that. And these are for younger 
kids. Yeah, love that. And then we have the creative venture, which can take lots of different shapes. It can be, last year we did a reader's theater. This year it's a cabaret. It really just depends on what people want to do. Sometimes people have written the script and that's what is being performed. So, you know, whoever wants to get a hand in um, directing shows can put something forth and yeah hands-on experience right yeah truly that's amazing uh and i know for instance this year like still in the upcoming as well so in january you're gonna have a a production disney's descendants is that right yes they just had tryouts for that but if people still want to get involved they should let us know at nmp (laughs) love that uh in april of 2024 fun home will be the production uh and then next summer in june is bright star which will be the musical of course that gets performed at dhs uh at the high school and the and utilizes the auditorium and staging for all the big musical bits and bright star you had to remind me and this is great that was actually a a musical written um by steve martin is that right steve martin and uh edie brickell is that this partner right okay and wrote it together that's really 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 fun i love um recently down a fell down a couple rabbit holes on steve martin material and boy man some real real creative comedy there Mm -hmm. (laughs) fascinating things but i've heard great things about the musical too as you were mentioning, you know, there are a lot of opportunities for people to be involved. So someone might think immediately, well, yeah, no, I'm not on stage. Like, I don't, I would never do that. I can't do that. I'm not getting in front of people. But, you know, the performers on stage are only part of the show, right? I mean, that's kind of what I was mentioning is I fell in love with kind of the back end of the technical work and some of those things. But what are the other opportunities people can be involved in? Sarah or Molly you can jump in and yeah. tell us some of those things. I mean, there there are countless, countless opportunities to get involved. Um, theater is not a one person endeavor. We have so much to do at all times um, and not just during shows either. Um, but for productions, you know, it can be anything from on stage acting, off stage, stage managing. Um, that's something that I've had a really great experience doing um, for quite a few shows with NMP now. Um, and that's something that I grew my love for um, with stage management. So, you know, backstage, like you were saying, Benji needs a lot of support, lighting, sound, um, set design, costume design, makeup, hair. Yeah. I could keep going, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, and that's just production related. And then you have publicity, um, you know, you have other production um, kind of management duties that need to happen to help sell a show. Um, you need front of house people to help audience members find their seats and sell tickets. Yeah. Um, and then even when we're not doing a show in between, you know, we need volunteers for um, our board of directors. We need people with skill sets that want to contribute to the nonprofit organization and help you bet. kind of strategize and envision what's best for the organization. Um, you yeah. know, and we need organizational publicity we need social media skills all all these things yeah um there's a lot a lot of places to plug in if someone's interested right yes absolutely good community of people to to jump into and see what's happening and of course uh you know being a nonprofit, uh numenoa looks for ways to people contribute and whether that is just someone attending a production which is a huge deal buy tickets come to the show right (laughs) that's a that's a big part of it time and talent like you're talking about sharing but also there are ways to help um you know financially contribute to NMP, whether that is, you know, being a, a member or sponsoring a production, right? I mean, most productions cost a certain baseline amount of money just to put on, whether that's uh, attaining rights or whatever else you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Putting all the pieces on the stage. <laughs> and it's so great to be able to partner with people in the community as well. Um, and those sponsorship and membership opportunities are great places that we can do that and make those connections um, and help keep theater alive in the community. I love that. I love it. Tell me a little bit more about the uh, the 200th show here. Are there pieces that the both of you are to you know separately, or certain things you're really excited about for this upcoming production, or uh, other parts of of the uh, actual event? 
Well, I can say I'm super excited about it. Allison Blake and I are directing it together. <laughs> and it really has been a team effort in every way. That's exciting that. in itself. I mean, we started talking about this last spring already. And yeah. we've been working on it since then. So that's super fun to watch something come to life that you've spent so much time talking and discussing and preparing for. And it has to be interesting. I would I would think on an event like this that it's probably not too hard to convince people to bring the pieces to the table, right? Or do you have to kind of go back and say, hey, you remember that show that you were involved in? Would you ever consider, <laughs> you know? Like, we did not need to do that yeah. for this production. Yeah. However, I have been reaching out and asking people to send some of their memories via video Oh my to goodness. Us yeah. And just discuss, you know, basically fun moments with NMP or, you know, why NMP has meant so much to them over the years, that kind of thing. And it's really fun to hear what they have to say. Oh, absolutely. It's really fun too. I mean, and and it's uh, not to take things in two different direction, but I know one of my better childhood friends, uh, parents, uh, who happened to be a professor, Ed Cashins, uh, was involved in several shows over the years. And Ed was a very unique guy and uh, he passed away a few years ago, but I'll never forget one of, uh, it was a, a Luther billboard that went up, but it was with Ed in front of a uh, a mirror a uh, dressing room mirror right and i think the i think the tagline was essentially it was a promotion for luther but saying you know like community theater actor slash economics professor you know so <laughs> it's like and if you knew ed I, the whole thing was hilarious yeah. but it was a great example of just how anyone can be involved on on a lot of different levels right and supporting community theater so it's it's fun when you start thinking back through the years too i'm sure that people that come up you're like oh my gosh i you know do you remember when so and so did this role or you know did, was in this production or helped out with something the amount of stories that are coming out of just getting together to rehearse you know folks can sit there and just talk to each other and story after story starts coming oh, out and you're just sure. like this is amazing i can just oh, sit here listening to this that. all day <laughs> really that happened <laughs> i love it uh yeah it's really fun and again you know just creating that community creating that community of folks in a in a you know we live in a really a pretty small rural area honestly when we look at it i mean decor is a hub for a lot of things in northeast iowa and we've got places we can reach to you know there are resources but when you live in an area of the country like this i think it's as important as anything to create those communities of people whether you know, whatever the cause is but a community theater is a real a real uh you know incredible thing for that so it's it's really really fun uh in terms of the shows for this i should ask too for yield cabaret specifically so there's uh shows over is it three days is that right three different days of performances um, or so evenings actually four different days of four. performances Got yep it. there's Perfect. going to be um three seven o'clock shows um thursday friday saturday and one two o'clock matinee on the sunday excellent and that's coming right up here november 2nd through the 5th here in 2023 mm-hmm. if somebody's hearing this show later they can check newminnowaplayers.org for the current season schedule uh so there's always a show coming up or a chance to get involved right <laughs> <Yes>. absolutely <laughs> love that uh i always like to ask fun questions on the end of our our show here too do either of you have uh outside of the upcoming production do you have a favorite uh memory or past production that either of you have been involved in or that always sticks out in your mind is like maybe a favorite thing that you've worked on it's kind of fun to think about or a uh that one that was memorable for any reason i mean i could start there there's a lot there's definitely a lot it's like having kids right no you can't pick right. a favorite um <laughs> i i could give two very quickly um one being when we came started coming out of pandemic um, we did our first creative venture um at impact coffee doing rocky horror show yes which was absolutely delightful getting the chance to do something with a um partnering community 
business um, and getting to do a show in a whole new venue um, and just such a fun, campy show um, that people just love to come and see. So that was delightful. Um, I was really, I was really that. sorry to miss that. Actually, I remember I was working oh. the weekend it happened, and I remembered hearing about it. Even it sounded like a real hoot. So yeah, so much fun. And then just this past summer as well, 2023, um, we did Hunchback of Notre Dame, and that yeah. um, will always be in my heart um, for the rest of my life because that was just an amazing experience to be able to produce that kind of a show. Yeah. Um, at the Decor High School Auditorium, and I stage managed for that one. So oh. getting to awesome. sit off in the wings watching those actors our community come together and create such an incredible show was you just bet. like I, I teared big, up every a single big night. show right I mean that's a that was a big, huge, big production yeah huge show yep had an entire choir on stage yeah. in addition to all the actors so like <laughs> it was a lot a lot going on and I, I recall getting to see it at one point at the, an amazing set that was created for that as well yes, right just yep. some really incredible shout pieces out Matt and, Spencer yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's really really fun Molly any standouts for you specifically or ongoing I could talk thoughts? to a couple of different yeah experiences unexpected moments happened when the pandemic was still happening and it took place outside yes so we didn't have the huge auditorium but we had still lots of people coming together and we we told stories and it was also choral reading so it was super exciting to bring together my speech background with what was going on with nmp absolutely and we had music and stories and just friendship and it was magical on a different level than say hunchback absolutely because of what we were coming out of and just having any connection at all how much that meant at that very moment yeah that's huge no and it's really impre- you know it, it's a really uh, impressionable thing as well i mean having all of us lived through the pandemic uh and got to this point and I, i've been involved you know over the years a lot in music performance uh in concerts and that type of thing and festivals and that kind of thing and i know that as things have, have come back online it's there are a lot of folks who are involved in those moving pieces it's a it's a really moving thing to realize how important it is in your <laughs> In your life and in your world and your sphere or your community of people as it would be in, in a community theater, right? That's Absolutely. really, really impressive. Uh, well, it's really cool. Uh, Sarah Brandt, Molly Hockelsvick, I appreciate you both being here today. We have been talking about New Minnow Players, uh, their 200th production coming up here in November 2023, uh, 48 years of community theater. So it won't be too long. We can maybe talk about the 50th season of New Minnow Players and <laughs> see who wants to come back and talk about it here in a year or two. Uh, but but it's really neat, you know, and it's an incredible community of people over the decades that have been involved in the program from the founding uh, mothers, as it were, of Betty Greedy and Donnelly Burns and Helen Schmidt to uh, everyone that's involved now. Uh, and I appreciate you both being here and talking about it and helping represent uh, represent the whole picture, right? Really, really fun. If people want to check it out, they can go to newminimalplayers.org uh, and check in there, find out more about tickets and shows and all sorts of good stuff. Have we, have we covered it? Do we get all the good pieces? That's the whole 200 shows worth. (laughs) I love it. I hope people will check it out and uh, see how they can plug in on a future production as well. And I uh, appreciate you both doing what you do. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Benji. All right. We'll see you next time. been listening to rhymes with decora podcast project of inspired media telling stories about communities you love by people you trust find us online at iloveinspired.com coming up on 50 shows on the podcast lots of fun stuff from across our region so check it all out and we appreciate you being here 
If you enjoy the music on today's show, it is the work of Mr. Nick Zielinski. Nick is a decoran. He's a drummer. He does all sorts of creative stuff. Check him out online at indicativeofdrumming.com or on Instagram, Patreon, all those great places. Thanks for all of your work. Thanks for being here. We'll catch you next time on Rhymes with Decora. Rhymes with Decora is a project of Inspired Media. Find us online at isleofinspired.com.